Hello, and welcome to the Peter Porker Power Hour, the podcast where we discuss Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham. But more broadly, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, and a variety of other nerd fandoms. <laughs> Evil laughter. <laughs> Spanish people. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, on that note, hello and welcome Private back detectives. to the Peter Porter yeah, Power Hour. Welcome back, you little piglets. Oh no, I don't like calling God, my fans no. piglets. Oh no. Welcome Maybe back, little porkies. You little I like hot dogs. I like little porkies better. Yeah, porkies. little porkies. I like that. I love that film. Pigs in a blanket. <laughs> you bring the pig. We'll provide the blanket. Wait, did you get? I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before. Did either of you guys ever watch Red versus Blue? No, no. Okay, there's a quote in it. It's something where it's like, it's like Tucker, are are you are you angry? Are are you hungry, Tucker? Do you want some pigs in a blanket? What caboose? No, <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm not hungry. And if you put like, and if you put raw hot dogs in my bunk again, I'm gonna kill you. Oh my! Pigs well, in a blanket. That, just doesn't understand what they are. <laughs> well, welcome back, little piglets. Welcome back. Pork. We have a uh, exciting episode to go over today. We will. Uh, we have some big news to update you all on from the uh, MCU, as well as a beautiful trailer for us to break down. So yes. while we know we are a little bit early, we will be doing our um, maybe equivalent of our Endgame hype-up episode. Yeah, like Endgame in- sort of speculation task. Mm-hmm. And so that people will have some time to listen to this, get ready, and then yeah. so we can hear, own- hear your thoughts before the uh, Endgame releases. So Yeah. But before we dive in, uh, I do want to shamelessly plug our website. Yes. yes. So peterporkerpowerhour.com. Um, on our website, you'll find obviously our episodes, yeah. um, but also subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, you'll also find some blog posts and think pieces written by a few of us. So our friend Tanya has written some about Doctor Who, her experience with Doctor Who, um, a special showing of a Doctor Who film that she was able to attend. Will has written an amazing piece about Marvel Netflix mm-hmm. uh, that really dives into like the impact of these characters in the greater MCU, but it unfortunately their lower reception, so to say, from the general MCU fan base. Will also wrote one on why we chose Peter Porker as our mascot, <laughs> so be sure to check out that one. So definitely check it out on our website when you're able to. Again, that's peterporkerpowerhour.com. Yes. You can also reach us at our Instagram, Twitter, or email. Our Instagram mm-hmm. is peterporkerpowerhour. Our Twitter is at porkerhour. And our email is peterporkerpowerhour at gmail.com. Yes. We would love to hear from you. We and would. Bef- before we dive in, we should introduce ourselves. That's a good <laughs> I think we did the same thing last we week every or two week. weeks ago. Where we, we just kind every of th- week. All right. Well, I am Maverick. I am also Maverick. I am Spartacus. Oh, I am well, Batman. I'm Batman. We have three new personalities this week. Apparently, no, I, so, I'm yeah. Will. So that's Will. Um, I'm Alejandro, and I'm Maverick. For and real. he's Maverick. And this is RoboMav. Really? No, Tondo, okay. stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope all our listeners are longtime listeners and not anyone new because they would just went right over their head. Yeah. And we also have our baby Flurkin. Oh my god. Wait, don't we have a cat soundboard too? Oh. We, we do, do because of Will's uh, kitties. I do have my cats. Uh, well, okay, they're technically my parents' cats. They they don't live with me. How do we know their cats are not Flurkins? I'm just going to say it. <gasps> well, one of them I'm pretty sure is a cat because he nearly died. Um Amazing. Several mm, times. A flirting wouldn't, yeah. Exactly. Well, I think as a private investigator, you should investigate to see if your cats are actually flirkins. Okay. Flirkine? Huh? Flirkis? Flirkoi? Flirkinia? Mm. Mm. She. Oh, ass. Y'all want to jump right in? Yeah. Yeah, no, let's well, jump right in. Um, let's jump in. All right, so are we going to start talking endgame, or do we have a couple things we want to get through first? Oh, we should go over some quick updates. Yeah. Including. 
James Gunn has returned to direct uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right wow. and direct. How do we feel? Really good. We talked about this a while back, and we were we uh, had some criticisms for the way Disney handled it. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of giving in to some, uh, I want to say, like, power-hungry or kind of manipulative people um, who, like, dug up in his past for really no particular reason. Well, they dug it up for a reason, just not a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so props to Disney for letting the, the PR blow over and then re- rehiring him. Uh, do you think the timing is weird? Right the weekend on, on the heels of, of Captain Marvel? Were they, were they riding their PR I don't wave? think it's weird at all. I don't think so. Well, were they it's intentional also... about it? Or was it just kind of, you know, all right, we're ready to have him back now. We need your help. Well, I think a big, I think a big reason that Disney reacted the way they did um, was the Fox deal. Um, and that they didn't want to jeopardize that. And so the fact that it like is going through this week, I'm not surprised that no, it already went through as of 12:02 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 20th. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is that like uh, when we first found out that James Gunn was rehired, it hadn't gone through yet. True. Um, I, but I think that the, even still, the fact that it was imminent, um, I think, kind of made it more smooth sailing for them to be like, all right, we can. We can announce this now. Wasn't James Gunn hired by DC to work on Suicide Squad? Yes. yes on a reboot of on the a Suicide reboot, Squad, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Not a sequel, which is interesting. And so does he continue that project or does he pass that yes. off? Yes. He does. He will be continuing that one. And so Guardians 3 won't start filming until after that the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad film. Okay. And it's interesting when you consider kind of the... The basic plots of each film, it's just this ragtag group of outlaws. Well, mm-hmm. thus, or the original Suicide Squad of 2016 was pretty blatantly like, Task hey, you guys X. like Guardians of the Galaxy? Here's the discount version of it. Right. Yeah. With bad CGI. Yeah. And Will Smith. And Michael Robbie as um, our fan fave. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, <laughs> the fan fave, yes, as Batman. Oh, and um, the Joker as Jared Leto. The Joker as Jared Leto. Yes, yes. How anyway. many Joker films do we need? Reboots do we need? Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, I know James Gunn is back at Guardian, uh, back on Guardians three. I'm super happy about that. There was there was kind of a dark moment like a couple months ago where I was like. I don't know if I'm ever going to see Star Lord again, or ever see Drax again, or. Well, no one would see him. He's invisible. <laughs> I mean, fair. All right, yeah, uh, that I would never see Star Lord or Groot or uh, Gamora again after Endgame. No, even like not even in Endgame. Like, right? Yeah, if if they're like, we're definitely not doing Guardians three, just leave him dead. And I was like, that would be really sad, and I would really be disappointed that like, like I really like those characters, and I would be sad if the last we saw of Star Lord was him just being totally defeated. Well, and so I read an article, I want to say it was Variety, Mm -hmm. uh, that was saying that Kevin Feige had been wanting to rehire him. It was, and like they had already talked about it in secret. Mm -hmm. It was just Disney holding it back. Well, also, um, Movie Bob on YouTube did a really good breakdown of like uh, what he thinks happened here. Um, And his, his speculation is basically like, you know, the initial stuff that we saw is essentially, like, we saw everything that was going on. Where, like, Alan Horn makes a really rushed call when this news first breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Feige isn't made aware of it until after it happens and tries to undo it. Um, there's initially kind of a power struggle at Disney. But he's like, I think that that got wrapped up relatively quickly. And behind the scenes, they were like, all right, gun, like, kind of lay low for a bit, but... You know, on the, on the DL, you're going to be brought back in kind of soon. Or you're going to be brought back in eventually. Um, and James Gunn was think, like... Mm, hold on. So my, wor- my concern with that is, timeline-wise, do you think that conversation with Kevin didn't happen until after he was announced as a Suicide Squad director? Because I feel like if it had been before... Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have taken it. He wouldn't either. He wouldn't have taken Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad would have been pushed until after Guardians. Well, I, I think that either way, here's the thing is that it's, I think that it's a really smart move on James Gunn's part with the Suicide Squad. He obviously takes the Suicide Squad after, um, there's big fan backlash for his right. firing because that tells Disney, no, the fans are going to be really upset and you're not going to have as good a return 
if it's somebody other than James Gunn. It's also, I think he clearly takes the Suicide Squad after it becomes clear, no, most of Hollywood is not okay with the way that James Gunn's thing was handled, and not many people are going to be willing to step in and take that directing position. So he's kind of got Disney in a catch-22, and therefore he can uh, he can take the Suicide Squad um, and still have his place on Guardians 3, I think. I'm also not an expert on this stuff. You should, I mean, you should he really. Came, he's the one that came out on top. He's got two films. True. Uh, one that we know is going to be a success with Guardians. One that hopefully can help turn the franchise of Suicide Squad around. And he's a yeah. producer on uh, Endgame. Yes. I am as well. So, yes. As Fake. Am I. We all are. All the porkers are. Porkies. <laughs> Dude, I wish, but that's a hundred percent untrue <laughs> pay if us on our were, patreon and you if y'all were uh, if y'all were producers of endgame would y'all make it a three-hour movie or would you make it shorter i would make it a three-hour movie absolutely how many three-hour movies have we seen succeed avatar avatar return of the king titanic, titanic. pearl harbor batman v superman oh, was that three hours it was two it's hours like 45 oh wait the dark knight the dark knight is two hours 45 this is true. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It doesn't Dark feel Knights. that long to me. Wow. Okay. Dark Knight's a long movie. March of the movie. Penguins. Wait, what? What? March of the Penguins. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Fun story. When I was a kid, um, my dad took myself and my sister to go see March of the Penguins. Now, my sister was pretty young at the time. Uh, and this was, like, right around Christmas. And so, in March of the Penguins, there's, like, the bit where baby penguins die and, like, are abandoned oh, no. by their parents. And so then, and my sister hated the movie. She was so upset by it. She's like, the penguins all died. So then like three days later, it's Christmas. And my dad gives her a March of the Penguins t-shirt that he had bought for her before we went to see the movie. And she just started crying all over again and like ran up to her room. Oh, so sad. That is sad. No, should we pivot to talking about Endgame? I feel like Wait, I, tried I didn't to. answer. I didn't answer. Oh, okay. uh, I think, I think if there is a reason to cut any footage to be less than three hours, I am in favor of it. Um, but I think if there's not a valid reason to cut it other than to shorten time, then keep it at three hours. If it's even three hours, this has not been confirmed yet. I also know, like, I will have to like dehydrate myself that day because I usually have to pee after like uh, two yeah. hours. <gasps> Which is really upsetting. And like... No way I'm leaving halfway through. Right. Like, I, even if it's like a minute that I run to the restroom, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. So I will just have to dehydrate that day. Well, I'm... I uh, I think three hours is an issue. We'll see what happens after I see it. Because, I, you know, I, I'm a personal, a fan, personally a fan of long movies. I think they're immersive and, and captivating, especially when done right and done with, you know, done to the bare minimum. But I think the thing that that um that MCU has done has become such a cultural behemoth. Like, uh-huh, that so many people have seen it. It's so fun. It's so easy to just, you know, pop in and go see one of the movies. Uh, that's why they've done so well in the box office as well. Is that, True. Like, they are so widely, you know, um, like beloved right now. And then having a three-hour movie will discourage quite a few people from saying, from seeing it. Um, and we'll see so? if it affects in the box office. I mean, it's kind of this, you know, push and pull of, of they have 10 years of credibility uh, and a whole lot of cultural anticipation. You right. Know, everything is building to this moment. And the question is, you know, could this be the biggest single film ever? Could this pass Avatar? This was a two-hour movie, or you know, is this going to scare some people away from saying like it's not? It's no longer casual viewing. You know, that was the best thing about like some of these movies is they're casual viewing and they're fun. This is it's no a longer cinematic in that category. Event. What? It's a cinematic event. Yeah, oh, it is, and it's a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural event. I mean, I don't doubt it'll hit one billion, whether oh, it's three think, hours or not. I think it'll hit two Marvel, billion. Captain Marvel is pretty near one billion, and it's been out two weeks. So. Yeah. Oh, it'll. I mean, what Endgame hit two point two, two point three. I mean, uh, Infinity War had like two point two worldwide, something like that. I can fact check because we don't want to have a yeah. wrong facts on our podcast, <laughs> and I don't want to uh, share an embarrassing story. I have an idea for an embarrassing story. The time you got 
hit by a rock. Oh, I thought you were going to say the time you get hit by a car, and I was going to be like, no, that's me. What? So, budget, or box office ended up being just over $2 billion okay. for Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. So, I think I think Endgame could hit that, you know? Yeah. Should hit that, will hit that, but the question is, is three hours going to scare away the casual viewer? See, I don't think we will three, see. I don't think the three hours will scare away the casual viewer because I feel like most casual viewers don't look up the time, like the running length of movies. But what three hours will do is mean that they have to show in uh, end game fewer times a day, right? Like, it's, or in more theaters. No, it even then, where they can. <laughs> even then, in in no, the no, theater I itself, mean, it has to be shown fewer times a day. No, no, no. But I mean, it's like when I used to work in a movie theater when we had like twilight come out right i remember obviously you want it in your two biggest theaters but because it was so big we mm-hmm. also put it in one of our smaller theaters oh okay Just, so like even even though i know infinity war is going to be or sorry end game i'm i'm assuming it's going to be an imax and it's going to be on all the biggest screens is it 3D? i have no imax is th- has 3d scenes yeah um i need to find a near imax nearby imax to go to i have no reason to doubt that even if it's on the biggest screens a theater may have, it will also be, if the three-hour film is true, it'll also be on some smaller ones to make up for some of that profit. It'll mean maybe not showing other films, but I think money-wise, it's the move. Fair. Even if it's only for a week. Alright, so anyway, uh, do we want to get into full endgame trailer breakdown mm-hmm. and predictions? Yeah, One sec. So- I also want to know, I we like casually looked over like, oh, it made two billion, like whatever. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, That's a ton of money. Like, I know it doesn't feel like a lot, but I'm like, oh shit, like that's a $2 lot of billion money. dollars. Yeah, when its yeah. budget was only four hundred million. I mean, also wow. only four hundred million. That is one of the most expensive movies ever made in history. Well, and that doesn't include like advertising and stuff. Yeah, but, like still like. Two billion is a lot of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And at least twenty of those dollars are mine. <laughs> yeah. And now I've seen it on Netflix a few other times, so they're True. also getting some of my Netflix revenue. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Well, at this moment I wanna encourage our listeners to pull out an alternate listening device and pull up their computer or their phone and pull up the endgame trailer, the one that released on March fourteenth. Yes. Cause I think one fun thing thing that we could do is go shot by shot or scene by scene and talk about what we see. Wait, so I haven't seen the trailer. What? Why not? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I sent you all the trailers. Sue me. Yeah, no, I was gonna be like, what? All right, so we begin. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, I want to go okay. to the official one. All of these are like re-uploads. This one is 73 me. million views already. Yeah. So I heard that apparently the Russo brothers only made like eight or nine minutes of the movie available to trailer companies to cut to a trailer. So like, really? So like, they've almost it's all from the beginning. Yeah, but so that means that like, yeah, no, this is all from the beginning that we don't know what like this is not and that's that i guess would be why you're using shots from like iron man or uh winter soldier or civil war or whatever yes and in their interview with empire for this new uh magazine that just released they were up front and said there are some scenes in the trailer similar to infinity war that we shot just for the trailer that will not be in the actual film. Oh, interesting. So who knows? I love how little they show us. Really, like I remember one of the issues that I felt with Star Wars when I saw The Last Jedi was like I knew what the movie was gonna be about because they gave so much away. And like there were big plot twists that I like knew were still coming because I saw shots like that on the trailer. And uh I'm excited because I we really don't know that much. Yeah. Alright, shall Which we I begin? Love. Sure. Us. Listeners. Do we want to skip over the like previous no. films? No? Okay, great. Alright, so we see Iron Man, the original Iron Man. So here's what I want to notice. In black this and is black in black and white. Yes. Because a lot of this trailer is in black and white, with the exception of one color. Red. Blue. Yes. Okay, Dundra's colorblind. 
No, the all uh, the space shots are blue. No, not that's what we're talking scenes. about. All the flashback the shots scenes. are only black and white and red. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sorry. I <laughs> I thought you meant the rest of the trailer was red. I was like, this that's just false. <laughs> no, the whole tra- most of the current stuff is in color. Except for the black and white. So we this open with with Iron Man in the sand from the first is Iron Man. Is there any red at the very, in very shot? beginning? I don't think so. No. You'll see it later. You'll see it in Peggy Carter's funeral. Oh, but you see a red cable. And then you see Tony Stark is recording his message yeah. on a spaceship. Um, which a lot of people have pointed out the similarities between the start of Tony Stark's journey as Iron Man in the cave, and then now what seems to be close to the end in the spaceship on the uh, Benatar. Interesting. Is it the Benatar? Yes. Yeah, because it's Star-Lord's first ship is the Milano, but the Milano is destroyed in the course of Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And then the one in Guardians 2 and Infinity War is the Benatar, and clearly... Uh, now tony and nebula are on the minotaur probably i'm gonna assume trying to leave titan no they're trying to stay on titan they want to make a new life there yeah okay so he's recording his message to peppa Mm -hmm. we see (laughs) that iron man helmet that's like nearly destroyed looks real weird yeah what do we think about that how did it get there i mean i think it's just like busted up but it's just it's a weird look from infinity war i think so you know what it reminds me of? What? Bionicle. Yes. Oh my god, no. Bionicle. Yes, that's what their eyes look like. That's true. Well, are you petting your stomach? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, next so shot. we proceed yes. to proof that Tony Hart has it. Tony St- Tony Stock. Tony, Tony Hart has a star. Let's <laughs> say Tony Tony Hart has a star. Tony Hawk rides a skateboard. <laughs> Tony Hawk. <laughs> Proof that Tony Stark has a heart once again, black and white except for the red. And so this is from Iron Man one, one, yeah. The gift that Pepper gets him, mm-hmm. and that's a cool through line in like all, like kind of all of Tony Stark's things, at least up through Iron Man three, where it's like, does he have a heart? Um, and like he has to constantly prove that he does, because uh, you see that come up again in the Avengers when um. You know, Loki's whole thing is uh, he can control people through their heart. Uh, and he even says heart when he controls Hawkeye, but he can't control Tony because he's got the arc reactor there. Mm-hmm. The artificial heart, yeah. Right. And then when he eventually has the uh, shrapnel removed, uh, he makes it into a heart-shaped necklace for Pepper. Well, I guess we'll see. I, I really like this. Even like starting in Infinity War through this first minute or first 30 seconds of this trailer, we see, you know, playing with this like... Tony Hart, oh my god, I can't even talk today. Tony's, Tony Stark. Tony Stark's loyalty to Pepper. And like, what, yeah. is he going to be re- reunited with her? You know. Yeah. I also, this is jumping forward in the trailer a little bit, but I really like how for Tony Stark, it's like, uh, let's have this like really emotional thing for Tony Stark about how, you know, he, he's, you know, he loves Pepper, but he thinks he's doomed and he, you know, he had this last great gamble. And then let's have for Captain America this like this really poignant quote from Winter Soldier that kind of sums up his character arc about starting over. And then Thor. Uh, we haven't done a ton of thematic stuff with Thor. Um, he's sad that people are dead. I mean, that's dramatic. It is. He lost his But father, that would be traumatic for anybody. And now three-fourths of Asgard. Asgard. Yeah, but you could say that about anything, right? Like you could have Okoye saying, "I like I'm I'm very traumatized that like everybody's dead." You could have like Ant Man say, "I'm traumatized everybody's dead." It's no, no. Yeah, yes, you could. No, well, I mean, no, I'm not. Yes, yes, you could. But the thing with Thor's is that this is a guy that for all his life has won all these battles. Was mm-hmm. th- that's the whole plot of Thor one, like yes. finding humility. Mm-hmm. he finds his brother dies twice so to say he thinks he dies the first time his, his brother dies three times actually yeah his brother dies three times uh he loses half his world he loses his actual home planet yeah he loses half the asgardians and then another half of the asgardians mm-hmm. he, he loses his daddy he loses his mother he loses his daddy like 
he's all alone. Yeah, no, I, I'm with That's you. That's why on. his scene with Rocket with, is so with touching. Rocket is so good. Yeah, because Rocket yeah, no, also I, has that. I agree with you. I just I think it's funny that they're like, ah, oh, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. We've done these great, like these great thematic things. Looking back with them, like throughout all these movies, that's like you know John Favreau and Shane Black and Joss Whedon and the Russo brothers, or uh, Joe Johnston and the Russo brothers and Joss Whedon. Like, have all worked together to create these really great character arcs. And it's like, Thor, uh, on our last movie, he's lost a lot, so yeah. Anyway, gonna disregard We continue. Anyway. I'm being shady towards the Thor movies. Into, uh, into a, uh, our next shot is of Tony Stark overlooking the galaxy, overlooking something. Clearly his chest is glowing. I don't know what, what, what he, we don't really know exactly where he is. He seems to be lost on the planet with, uh, or on the shape on the ship with um, Nebula. Yeah. What else do we think? Any ending of interest here? Not really. All right, we no. keep moving to black and white of a uh, young Steve Rogers. Yeah. I love the reflection scene that they found again. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, not big enough to to fill the shoes. Mm-hmm. Once again, the only red we see is the red of the American flag. Yeah. I totally thought it was a Koye speaking at first. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, "Oh, it's a Koye." Yeah, I. The only reason I immediately pe- like twigged it was Peggy Carter because I'm like, "Oh, I know that exact speech like immediately because of the movie that it's in." Because your favorite movie. Yeah. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when uh, Steve and Peggy talk in Winter Soldier, and she's like really old. Yeah. Next, Hawkeye uh, with his daughter. It looks like uh-huh. who he, I assume is dead, probably right. Yeah, when well, you can snap. see the rest, you can see his wife and two kids in the background. His other two Wait, kids in the background. You just missed like two scenes. Wait, what? You said shot by shot, but then you skipped. Yeah, over we two skip shots. over the statue. We skipped of over the Statue of Liberty and Captain and America looking sad. Yep. Yeah, at his at his support group is the rumor. Well, we see the support group itself in another trailer. Yes, so this is at his support group. Yes. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, oh, we see Hawkeye's really bad new haircut. So this is the um, the, this is one of the Russo's daughter. Yeah, oh, it cool. is. cool. Yeah, someone clocked it on Reddit. Nice. Why do we not like his new haircut? It I looks like, it. like, a, I like it looks it. like a weird mullet. It's but a faux hawk. Yeah, it's like a, but it's also a, it's also a mullet because he still has the back of the hair as well. He only he he doesn't get the fade on the back to turn it into a faux hawk. It's he's only this is the kind of content we we provided. He's only the done the sides. Hour. It's like half faux hawk, half mullet, and it's not good. I think well, it's so badass what, in the suit. What's interesting is in the J- the Japan scene, he doesn't have the the mohawk. I think he does. It's I think it's just because it's raining. It's kind of matted down. You think it's slicked. Yeah. Because you see Black Widow with her long hair. Yes. Well, I want to come back to Black Widow's hair because there's it changes colors in this in this trailer. Well, it's because it's going at one from... Point, at Wait. one point, it's blonde, and at one point, it's red. And at so. one point, it's red, but you can still see the blonde highlights on the end because she's growing yes, it out. time is a thing. So, we'll come back to that. So, we see um, Black Widow coming to grab him. Yeah. Um, which I think will be a big storyline is, like, what happens with their friendship. Right. Um, and then especially, we get into, especially with the rumor mm-hmm. being that he's killing Yakuza in Japan, which seems like a weird side thing. Where it's like, who's Yakuza? Yakuza? Yakuza or the Japanese mafia? Okay, and why is that relevant to this plot? That's no. what I'm saying. It's we kind of not yet. relevant. I'm like, I get that. Like, that's just where he's gone. But that's where he's like, I'm in America, and I'm like teaching my daughter how to shoot a bow, and then my daughter and her friends all die, and I'm pretty sure that it's related to this big cosmic thing. I'm gonna go to Japan and fight some yakuza. It just seems he may kind have of... just been hired as a mercenary with his family okay. gone. Like he's got nothing much to do. I guess. I feel like I feel like he would do the Scott Lang thing and be like, "I'm gonna go to the Avengers facility and be like, yo, what's going on? How do I?'" It help? reminds me of um, a a side qu- a side plot about betting and gambling and some horse racing. It just at a place. We'll see. Oh, 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 oh. I get, I, I get what you mean. Jedi. Yeah, I get what you mean. Anyway, next. 
Next. Black and white, Bucky carrying a coffin. Not just any coffin. Not Bucky carrying a coffin, it's Steve. Not Bucky. Simon, I was looking at Steve and said Bucky. <laughs> Crying it's and always. It's easy to get those confused. Black yeah. and white with only red of the American flag again. And nope, that's the British flag. Coffin? That's who's the UK flag. Is it? Yeah, because it's Peggy Carter's funeral. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like it. Okay, it doesn't. As it, someone who is white, shouldn't you know this? No, okay, no, no. So what, what he's saying is, is that it looks like what should be the American flag. Mav wants America to go British again. I do. I want to. I want to go back. <laughs> so we see Asgard. Yeah. Do you call this Wakanda, Maverick? I did call it Wakanda. No, no, it's that Asgard. was me, and I called it Atlantis. That is Atlantis, oh. actually. Yeah. Namor. And so we see Thor and his father. Yeah, and Thor's weird blonde eyebrows. <laughs> then we see Falcon. But once again, I want to highlight the fact that we only see the red flags of Asgard and yeah. Thor's red cape. So red. Blood. We see the red eyes of Falcon. Yeah. The red of of uh, Okoye's costume. Yeah. Thor's cape, Scarlet a little Witch. bit. Yep, Scarlet Thor's Witch. Cape, yeah. Scarlet Witch, red. Mm-hmm. The red gloves of Captain America. Yeah. And finally, we're back into colors. It's more of a maroon. Yeah, okay, so this, the first shot back into color, if you pause on Black Widow, you see the top of her hair is red, but the bottom is still mm-hmm. blonde. So, so there's a time change. Mm-hmm. All right, what is this scene? What are they talking about? This is, this is just the Avengers at their new headquarters. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually. What's well, their old headquarters? Yeah, if we jump a little bit beyond that, our first scene of Scott Lang, uh, mm-hmm. that's his What's ha- on the pole? Wait, what? on the pole of interesting? Yeah, looking at the pole. But if you look, um, so if you look in the background, that is his house, or not his house, but the house that his ex-wife and her uh, new husband and then his daughter live in, in the yeah. first Ant-Man. And their dog. Yes, and their dog. Um, but it's like all overgrown. Um, mm-hmm. It also, like, I need to rewatch Ant-Man because I could be wrong about this. But I feel like originally there was a house to the left of it, but it looks like that house is just kind of collapsed now. So uh, it looks like left of it. It looks like Scott has been gone for like months. Yeah. If the not question longer. is, all we know, I mean, last time, last we've heard of him, he was stuck in the microverse. So yes, we still don't know any clue about how he's going to get out. Yes, and we know that there are time vortexes in the microverse. Correct. We think there are. We are told. We were that, warned yeah. that there are. By who? By uh, Janet Catwoman. Van Dyne, the OG Wasp. Catwoman. All right. Just had to make sure our listeners were following, because yeah. I wasn't. Did you not watch Ant-Man and the Wasp? Uh, I'd watched it and had a podcast episode about it. Yeah. Were you actually there for it, or was it RoboMouth? No, it was actually Mouth. It was me. That's surprising. Um, next shot, we see fully red hair, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Johansson. I can't talk right. Yeah. Wait, hold Black on. Widow. Mav, oh, you're oh, like missing over all the important parts of these shots. No, he's not. The he... Scott Lang one and the poster? We, talked we just about talked that. about that. <laughs> all right. And then all there's right, a shot Black of Widow. the Quinjet going to Japan. Wait, you missed the ship. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a Who Quinjet. Who cares? It's going to Japan. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. The second half is this is where things get good. Okay. More of Hawkeye's dumb haircut. Black Widow with her long hair now into a braid across her forehead. Yeah. And we have... And they're in the Milano. Are they? No. That looks like they're They're in the Quinjet. They're in the Quinjet. They're in the Quinjet. No, they're not. How can you tell? Because that ladder that's behind them is the same ladder that Gamora and Star-Lord flirt around. No, but the, the cockpit behind the Hawkeye looks like the cockpit of a Quinjet. No, literally Reddit has like spotted it because that little like oh dot thing on the top left shot, like it's literally in the Guardian spaceship. Like it is, there are in a Guardian. There's spaceship. a city in the background. Look out the window. Yeah, that's true. And that like, how do you think Tony Stark gets back to the planet, and they can't use that ship anymore? Yeah. No, so I, it's I, I think that this looks it's like the them Benatar. getting on this ship after the events of her going no. to pick him up. It is the Benatar. I highly doubt that. Because no, it is look literally at, the Benatar. I no, I don't I don't think you're right. Look in, okay, look at the uh, I'm the cockpit. About to send you a Those window compare that cockpit to the windows that we see in the Quinjet in Infinity War. That's that's I'm pretty sure the same thing. 
Look, hose. I'm gonna send you a link. Please don't. I will, because it's it literally shows shot by shot that it's the same ship that is in Guardians. Okay. I don't know why y'all don't believe me. I would not bring up Reddit theories unless I believed them. Because I'm not a huge fan of the R Marvel Studios. It is literally the same damn cockpit. Okay. If you insist. Alright, here is one. These are different. No, they're oh, not! Oh, wait a minute. <sighs> they're literally the same thing. Why are there two ladders and stuff? No, yeah, no, 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 I, no. The second no, ladder is behind her head. The rungs mm-hmm. aren't on. The rings are not on the same wow, level. Wow. Okay, the, so the Benatar is in. No, I'm. I. I disagree. This does not look like the same ship to me. It literally is. No, it. it no, it's not. It, it looks is. different to me. All right, we'll see. Only one way to find out. Thank you, Reddit. Shout out to uh, user TSM underscore E three. And Proteus underscore zero for these shots. Okay. It's literally the same damn ship. Okay. I don't know what more proof you need. Uh, Seeing it in the movie itself. We will find out. Next shot. Yeah, next shot. Uh, Someone running down a hallway. It's Hawkeye. Explosion. It's Hawkeye running down a hallway. Explosion. Yeah. And then we see our first confirmation that Rocket's alive, right? No, we knew yes. the rocket was alive. Well, yeah, we knew rocket was alive. Because remember, uh, Groot says dad. Oh, true, true. Wait, so what do we think Clint is running from? An, An explosion. explosion. But, like, why is that exploding? Like, what Well, do we think I guess question number one is where is he? Yeah, um, he's not on, he's on, like, a, like a, a basement or a bunker or something. Looks yeah. Like, you know? uh, it looks like the, the Flash's uh, base. I don't watch that show. I don't watch it enough to remember what it's called. <laughs> well, moving quickly, because we have a lot more to talk about, too. Yes. Is, uh, we see a series of shots of people staring epically off into the distance. Yeah. First, we get um, oh, Rocket God. and Warhammer. The, the, wor- by, the worst okay. image of Hawkeye's haircut. Yes, it's all, wait, hold true. on. Yep. It's War Machine, number one. No, War Machine. I said it the way I wanted it's War Machine. Warhammer. We can't see Warhammer. It's copyright. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so is war. So is all of this shit. <laughs> Wait. So we see Rocket and War Machine, which war Machine. is a duo that I'm gonna love. Yeah, I love that they're gonna spin around and just spray things. And yeah. that's his classic Rocket costume. Yeah, it looks like um looks like Star Wars Star Lord's costume. It oh, does. Then we see Chris Evans. Yeah, looking the actor Chris like, Evans. Is, note the background. This is like. Not anywhere we've been introduced to that no. we know that they would be. Yeah, he's about unless to, this is Hawkeye's farm. Chris Evans is looking really serious. Uh, the actor Chris Evans, he's about to yell "Flame on!" Yes. <laughs> so he's somewhere in a ravine or forest or something. Yeah, that's actually uh, you can kind of see on the left hand side a shadow that's being cast by the Fantastic Car behind him. Mm. Oh yeah, right next to the Batmobile. No, it's the Fantastic Car, the Fantastic Four in this movie. Okay, next. Oh, then cool. you see Hawkeye again in that Ugh. same background. So Ugh. they are somewhere. Why? It's a call to the Ronin outfit. Followed by... Ugh. We had a lot more to get through, y'all. And then we're followed by Ant-Man in his outfit. Where is he? Uh, looks like he's in the Avengers base. And this is the same outfit from when he went into the, the microverse. microverse. Yeah. Yeah. Then it really begins. Yeah, so then we've got Thor. No, that's Chris Hemsworth. Uh, I think you mean Chris Pratt? Um, Definitely Chris Pine. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right, Lightning. Yeah. Warhammer. That's the Warhammer I was thinking of. Yes. Uh, Nebula? The Nebula. Who? Where is she? This is that, That's the question. Where do we think so Nebula is? So this looks like a fight. Okay, good. Okay, yes. So my theory is this is a fight on, I don't know if it's post the the OG fight, and maybe it's like a flashback to when the, she was fighting Thanos that maybe we didn't see in the original. Or You think it's maybe, on Titan? But like, from Infinity War that we didn't necessarily see. But we saw the entirety of that fight. Not necessarily, because it kept switching back and forth. 
but we always we saw the entirety of Thanos in that. Or maybe fight. that's how she got captured. Maybe that was before. You know, that could have been pre Infinity War. That's true. No, but she was she's been a cyborg android, whatever. No, no, how she got captured it. initially when Thanos uh, was torturing oh, her. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, so regardless, she's fighting someone on some destroyed planet. Yeah. Whether it's Titan, whether it's Titan Two, it's Titanfall, actually. Great. All right. And she so, says a resounding, ah. Yeah. So that's followed with uh, Hawkeye shooting a bow and arrow. Looks like. Wait, bef- can I just say? Yeah. I hope if Nebula dies in this film, I do hope she gets due diligence because I love Karen Gillan as an yes. actress. Nebula in the original Infinity comic series is the one that ends up taking the um, gauntlet. I doubt that that's going to happen with this one, obviously. I don't want it to. Yeah. So I hope she still gets due diligence as a character and a good arc. Yeah. I'm reading uh, comments on YouTube, and someone says, I have a theory that Tony and Nebula will be rescued by Korg. Hey, man, we found this ship. We're taking it to Earth. Want to come? <laughs> I mean, comment. if Taiko Tony gets a credit, we'll know. All right, yeah? so now we have blonde um, Black Widow shooting and reloading. Pretty badass, but she's very blonde here and blonde and short hair. Yeah. Uh, I think she's only blonde in the back. She still has red hair. Uh, it's, lighting it's is bun. kind of weird, so we can't exactly tell. No, but it's a braid, so she has long hair. Fair. Right. The, no, it's red. The only blonde is at the tip, so it, this is the same hair that we saw her in with her long hair. It's just in a braid in the back. Yeah. Next shot. Captain, Captain America, America puts on the shield. Grimacing. Putting on his shield. Ant-Man with the pencil. Wait, are yeah. we not going to talk about um, that? Wait, wait, wait. Why wait, do we skip on. over... Maverick, you can't say we're going to go shot by shot and then skip over shots. But he didn't skip over shots. It's Captain America putting on the shield. No, but There's also two shots he, of that. He has his scale armor. Yeah. I kind of wish... I, I don't love the scale armor. He yeah. looks very intense and he has very red lips. I will I, I will say that. He does. That's I can true. Help with that. It does look like the same environment that uh, Nebula is in, though. It looks Agreed. to be the same yellow haze, rubble, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting, because perhaps they might fight side by side at some point. So there's definitely a fight. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you pause the Ant-Man shot after like, he leans the pencil over and he leaps off of it, uh, you can see, I think it, it looks, I'm pretty sure it's a headphone jack, like an old style round headphone jack. Yes. Uh, Star-Lord? Question That's mark, question mark, question right mark. Now. Wait, what? Nothing. Oh, there is an old headphone jack right there. Yeah. So maybe this takes place at the base. Maybe there's a fight at the base. That's true. Because, like, why would they go, like, to Titan and there's going to be a pencil and a headphone jack? Well, if they're on the Benatar. Oh, you think this might be on the Benatar? Well, because when I see headphone jack, that makes me think of headphones. That makes me think of Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. And then it looks like he's jumping over, like, pouring water and fire. So I wonder what yeah. he's diving into. A lake. A fire. On a lake on the Benatar. Someone yeah. actually actually what this whole thing is, someone clogged the toilet and so it exploded. Oh yeah, they're fighting. Alright, okay. next shot. We good to keep going? Yeah, we got Tony Stark looking Whatever intense. And then the moment of truth. All of the the red and white suits. What do we think about the new suits? I think they, they look, look bad. CGI. I don't like them. I don't think the CGI is done, and I also don't think these are the I don't think this is actually what is gonna. It's gonna be in, in the movie. I think I don't think so either. But I think if they were to use those, I would. I think think they'd be going back to like back in time to use those suits. That's they'd fair. Be, they'd be using the white suits to go do New York for the Battle of New York City. That's fair. I think it's a. I I don't like the red and white suits. Um, I don't think the color scheme works for all of them. Uh, it looks good on Ant Man. It looks good on. Hawkeye. It works on Ant Man. on Neb. It doesn't look. I I don't like how it looks on Nebula. Um, I don't like how it looks on War Machine. One his isn't bad. even a suit, it's just a recolor. No, I know, but still, I don't like that color scheme. Also, with her red hair. With red yeah. hair here. And in general, I, I don't know, I don't like the idea of the Avengers with the uniforms. I like the idea that each of them is, like, distinct and has their own... And like, I think our final battle will be there. I think this will be, like, you know, this will be one battle... You know, I think they might just be spacesuits. So. What? Like those might just be like EVA, like spacesuits for when they're yeah, going into space. 
So like, I think if there's a purpose to it, I'm down. If it's just we just wanted suits, then I'm not down. What's interesting is Captain. I mean, with Tony Stark does not seem to be wearing an Iron Man any, suit. An Iron Man suit. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, but we also know he has nanotech, so it could he does, pop out he if does. he needs it. Right. But he's not. He's not choosing to wear it the same way that War Machine is. Yeah. Well, but also War Machine needs his suit because of yeah, his legs. Yeah, he can walk. Yeah. And then our title screen. Yep. I really love that this film is called Avengers Forever. I think it's going to be great. No, no, it's called Avengers and Robin. <laughs> and then we get our favorite scene. Okay, I, I have a whole thing about this scene that I'm going to go into, but you all talk about it first. I like her. I like her. I think I it do shows too. she's not oh. afraid necessarily of what he is trying to like intimidate her. Yeah, yeah. she's not I, 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 I hope... I really hope that there isn't like, oh, they like each other because I don't really want that. Um, well, because Thor and Valkyrie. Well, yes, but also just like Captain Marvel doesn't need it. Yeah. But I think, you know, like she has been gone for 20 plus years at this point. So she's probably seen some shit. And so she's yeah. just like, who is this wimpy god that thinks he's trying to scare me? Does she look different to y'all? Did he? Does she look different? Does she look yes. CGI'd? Okay, this is my whole thing. I was a like, she bit. looks so different. Like, I well, almost thought it was a different years. actress. And I was like, logically, I know that it, they're not recasting Brie Larson. But I was like, she looks more like, and I, I wish I knew this actress's name off the top of my head. I don't. Uh, the woman who plays Dolores in Westworld. I was oh, like, that's funny. She oh, looks like yeah, her more does. than she looks like, the, like Brie Larson as she looked in Captain Marvel. I think. Interesting. And... I think it might just be the camera angle, but... At first I was like, is this a weird angle? Or are they doing some CGI? Like, what is happening? They're probably definitely doing some CGI. She also well, has no, makeup I, in this scene. I, see, I, I doubt that it's CGI. Like I'll bet that they're doing makeup in two ways. One, to make her look older, because it's been, like, 24 years. But also, I showed this to my girlfriend, and she was like, yeah, that's because she's, like, wearing a bunch of makeup and, like, you know, heavily made up and all that, which wasn't the case in, um, in Captain Marvel. Right. And my girlfriend brought up a really good point where she was like, yeah, no, in this scene, Captain Marvel is like wearing black and she's got lipstick and like all, you know, made up and like has her hair looking like, you know, looking like it's done. As blonde as it is in Captain Marvel. Right. And she was like, this better be some sort of like going undercover thing where like she is dressing up to go undercover in like high society or else why the hell is she dressing up like this? High society? What? Because that's what just got to Earth, like no, yeah. that, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's I I'm not a big fan of the way that they're presenting her, like in this. Like obviously, I like the scene of like, oh, you know, Thor doesn't intimidate her, and you know, she doesn't give a shit. But the way that she looked, I don't know. Well, well, you know, the fact is that Scarlett Johansson has short blonde hair here. That's true. Wait, where? Very next shot. Yeah, look at her hair, Hold and on, you it's see still loading. War Machine sitting down in the in the in the right. Scarlett Johansson with a very short blonde hair. Right. Mm-hmm. So this tells me it's at the beginning of the film, as yes. we already knew. It's probably at the very beginning, and then in the ten minutes, there's probably a time skip for like a year or a few months, and that's why she will have her longer hair where the blonde tips are only at the end because that's how hair grows. Yeah. So we go over that list that you had predictions for the end game. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll read all. All right. So we um, I found a list online of seven for ten predictions for this movie. Yeah. Let's talk. All right. So are these your predictions, Maverick? No. Okay. He he just said that he found them online. <laughs> I, know, I know, but 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 do you agree with them? I mean. So let me. We'll be, do you want me to read the ten of them or not? Yeah. Let's just do let's our do own it. predictions. Like what we okay. think is going to happen. Will, what do you think will happen? Okay, so I think that, I mean, I think that it's pretty clear from, like, what we've seen and the rumors that we've heard that we're going to be having a pretty large time travel element in this movie. Is it time travel or is it, because I agree, Um, but my my thing is, I don't know if it's time travel or if it's visiting different universes. Because hmm. that's, okay. that's another thing I've read. But and I don't know which one necessarily. Like parallel I want to parallel universes, right? So like being able to go to 
another universe to like take the stone there so it doesn't affect your own universe. Or, or I guess, is by going to the past to change something, thereby creating another universe? Or is this all still in the same Earth? Like, how is going to the past to take the stones, How what are those ripple effects on the timeline? Right. Well, it also, we, we don't know exactly how time travel works in the MCU, Yeah, we I really guess. don't have a whole lot of evidence for how time travel is going to work. Right. The, I mean, the only evidence we have is the time stone, but even then... Well, I'm trying to think back to Doctor Strange, but that movie is just so unmemorable. Um, <laughs> it is. I just like it for the magic. It's... I, I, I recently redid, like, my list of, like, my rankings of the MCU movies, and it went way further down than I expected it to. For an intro film, I think it was good. Well, I think it's probably feel- the worst intro film we've had, except maybe Incredible Hulk. Mav, go for it. Yeah. Predictions. Um, I think I think Nebula is going to play a big role. Interesting. Um, and I I would love to see her be the one to kill Thanos. And it's it very much. I think it's they won't because that's an allusion to the comics that's too predictable, mm-hmm. and enough yeah. fans would see that coming that they won't do that. Do you think enough fans would see that coming though? I think there's an, at this point there's enough of a following that people who don't even read the comics would go back and know like that that happened in the comics, mm. right? Like for example, mm-hmm. I didn't I don't read the comics, but I know for a fact like that she takes the gauntlet after him and then she becomes the next enemy. I doubt that would happen. I actually she think become the next enemy. That's what yeah. someone told me. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen because I don't think I don't think it would be the most narratively satisfying no, option. I don't think so either. Like no. by a long shot. But I think she'll play a bigger role than she has in previous movies. Two, I think Gamora stays dead. I feel pretty strongly about that. Interesting. I agree. Interesting. What else? But I don't know. Because there I've, was definitely... There was... Um, she posted like scenes of her getting back into Gamora makeup, so I don't know. I mean, it could be like she remains trapped in the Soul Stone. Yeah. True. Um... I think, I mean, we've talked about this before, and I don't really know if it's a prediction or more of a, like, uh, how else to make sense of all these characters, but that Ant-Man plays a big role in, in, in ma- like, managing the microverse and undoing mm-hmm. the snap, mm-hmm. and the combination of Thor, Captain America, excuse me, Thor, Captain America, and Captain Marvel are the physical match for Thanos. Right. Right, and we talked the last episode, too, how, theoretically, Captain Marvel could destroy one of the Infinity Stones. Yes. Because she was made from one, in theory, right? Right. Yeah. So I guess the question is, prediction, do y'all think they destroy the gauntlet? Do you think they destroy no. as many stones as possible? Do we think they redistribute them out to different protectorates around the galaxy? I think it's that. I think it's not just different protectors. I think it's different heroes. Oh. So, like, our heroes from the first 12 movies all get their own. Yeah. That's a little too Illuminati for me. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I, I just don't know which heroes would be deemed worthy enough to have them. Yeah. Uh, I could see Black Panther ending up with the Soul Stone, or with... He, I could see Black Panther ending up with one of them and protecting it in Wakanda. Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Captain America, mm-hmm. Thor, who would the last one be? Well, I mean, that's assuming that all of those characters are still alive, which... Yeah. yeah. This is true. This is true. Like, I, I think that, you know, let, let's go through ones I feel like are pretty definitely going to be alive. I think that Black Panther will definitely have a spot yep. to put one. Uh, same with Captain Marvel. Do we think... Alright, uh, well, rapid fire. I'll name a character. You two both just tell me alive or dead at the end of the movie. Ooh, good idea. I'll start easy. Captain America, alive dead. or dead? Dead. Iron Man, alive or dead? Dead. Retired. So, Dondra, you say alive, but retired? Yes. Thor, alive or dead? Alive. Alive. Hulk? Separated. I am I saying what I think or what I hope? What do you think? These are predictions. Oh, alive. Okay. Uh, yeah, alive. Because my hope is dead. Star Lord. Oh, I alive. Uh, alive. Nebula. Uh, I'm fifty fifty. Dead. And then I said Gamora. I don't think it'll go that far. Disney won't. Disney so so I want to say so Disney many wouldn't people. kill off all these characters, but clearly that happened in Infinity War. Yeah. No. Uh, Gamora? Uh, I think probably alive. 
I think Bucky. she's gonna stay dead. Bucky, uh, alive. Alive. Falcon. Alive. Alive. Hawkeye. Retired, alive. I think maybe dead. Okoye, alive or dead? Alive. Oh, I hope alive. Um, uh, Scott Lang's daughter. So, okay. Alive. Here, Here's the thing that I was thinking about. Of all of the solo franchises, Ant-Man has been pretty much the one that's done the worst. I wouldn't be shocked if it doesn't get a third movie. Me either. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So in that case, Mav, I think, you know, not to be prompting you or anything. What about Scott Lang? Do we think he's still going to be alive? Yeah. Well, ooh. Yeah? I want to say yes, because similar to what Mav said earlier, I think he's going to be critical for this film. I agree. Which I'm really glad about. But... And so, like, on one end, I don't see Scott as making the, like, I'm going to make the heroic sacrifice. No, and, like, he's done. But at the same time, could he if it meant, like, getting his daughter back and his family back? Yeah. Because he's that type of person. He's that kind of dad, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say dead. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the other thing is I'm like, because I really like Ant-Man. I think that he's not as loved as I think he should be. Um, or at least this in- incarnation of Ant-Man. I'm really glad that I... I'm really excited because I think he will be playing a major role in Endgame, and that excites me. I think he will too, and I think he lives. Okay. Really? I could see him just gonna go... I don't I don't know. We'll see. I think he'll live. Yeah. What about Captain Marvel? Dead. Live. No way. Really, Doctor? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I had to say, what? That might be the easiest Dead. to live there is. Um, let's see. Any other, uh, any other minor characters? What about Crossbones? She's already dead. The one we see is actually just a scroll. Oh yeah. Imagine. Wow. What did you say, Will? Crossbones. Dead. He's dead, isn't he? He's but he's he's gonna show up though. The red guy. Yeah, he is. Who's the red guy? Red Red skull? skull. The red skull. Yeah. I don't think in he's going to show up in again. It? No cameo. Yeah, I don't, I'm saying no cameo. But no, Dondro uh, uh, brought um, uh, uh, Frank Grillo, the guy who plays Crossbones, confirmed that he's in Endgame. Okay, but he's also the, he also said he was in Civil War. He is in Civil War. I know. I'm kidding. No, he's a he has been known to be the type of actor to just like say things because he said he was in Infinity War as well, and clearly. He well, was but remember not. they shot at the same time, so we could have just been confused about that. I don't think so. Okay. Um. All right. Any other? Unless any I other... see him build, I will assume he is not in it. Oh, we've got two more important ones: Zemo, Vision, and Scarlet Witch. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, Vision, Vision and, and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. Who oh. lives? Who dies? Vision is back, but not as Vision. But it, and, then is what? Like without the stone, without the personality, just an android. Oh, because like but theoretically, just... you could say that Jarvis is still in the body. Yeah, so you're saying Jarvis lives, Vision The AI, dies. yeah. And but does, so does Vision still have that, like, sweet daddy, like, no. mojo? No. Okay. No, because he doesn't have a, a soul. You don't need or, a soul I mean, to be a, mind, a daddy. Or, well, he doesn't have a mind. Alright, any other final thoughts Scarlet on Scarlet Witch, I think Scarlet Witch will be alive. I want her to be alive. I think she'll be alive, too. Okay. Alright. We'll do a series of, of fun prop bets right before we open. You know, who tells the funniest joke? Um, you know, who has the most badass shot? Um, <gasps> I really hope there's a, a shot of all of them. Just like, it has to end yeah. that way. I, I really, I think I might have said this before. I really want there to be a shot where it is like Doctor Strange opening a portal for all the dusted heroes to come out of. So it's wow. like Falcon and uh, Star-Lord using his jet boots are flying out. And, like, you know, Spider-Man is swinging out on something. Oh, my God, Spider-Man. Yeah, Bucky and Black Panther are charging through, like, in front of everybody. I really want that to be a thing. Why don't we talk about Spidey? Do, can we just assume he's going to be alive? Yeah. I mean, we've literally seen the Far From Home trailer. What if it's an alt-universe Spidey? I would be shocked if they did that. We already have a movie about that. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> 
Disney would get sued by Sony. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, we've had a lot to break down. We'd love to hear your thoughts, listeners. Yeah. Um, yes. A lot a lot, a lot, lot for you all to say, you know, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you can once I again... I, too, love Les Mis. Some yes. casual Broadway. Cash. You can reach us at our Twitter, at Parker Hour, at our Gmail, PeterPorkerPowerHour at gmail.com, or direct message us on our Instagram, at, Porker, at PeterPorkerPowerHour. You can also reach us and hear more content on our website, PeterPorkerPowerHour.com. Signing off, this is Maverick. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Peter Porker Power Hour. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at PorkerHour, or you can send us an email at PeterPorkerPowerHour at gmail.com. Our theme music is This Morning by Lobo Loco. Cover art by Mike G. We'll be back next week with a new topic. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Beep, boop, boop, bop, beep.